is Zocon IRC, and I'm going to talk to you about the Sysinternal Suite. used to be done by an independent company, and now it got bought out by Microsoft, so you may want to read the EULAs very carefully. The first programs in the Sysinternal Suite, I'm just going to go through some of them. You can go and Google for them. Some of the main programs that I used to use at work, and I think you'll find quite useful. Auto Runs, this basically gives you a list of every program that automatically runs. It's quite good in the fact that it does search the startup folders, the registry keys, both the local machine and local user, and a bunch of other places I'd, I'd never heard of. It gives you an option to remove all of them. You can go through and rip any of the crap that's on a machine out. This also includes a lot of the spyware you can that likes to hide itself in odd places. You can remove all that and clear up machines pretty well. Next up we have BG Info, this puts text on the desktop. Yeah, exciting, isn't it? You can put the IP address, version info, specific build numbers and stuff. We used to use it on the test machine so you can see what they were running. Blue screen, screensaver that emulates blue screen of death. You've got to have that just for putting on a friend's computer and watching them freak out as it blue screens on them. FileMon, short for File Monitor, this will monitor your files and show you what's accessing them pretty much real-time. It's going to take a, a fraction of a second to sh show on screen. Basically, you can run FileMon, and then you, what you have to do is remove or filter all the hard drive access that Windows does, which is a lot. Your antivirus is going to be in there. If you've got a firewall, that's going to be in there. Windows itself opens a ton of files all the time. So you can just right click on them and filter and remove them. But then you run the program that you're going to install, watch it install and it will show you exactly what it's installing where, which is very cool and useful. Handle shows the open files, or any file handles that you have open on your system. So all the open files basically. That can be called to see what's got what open where. List DLLs, list DLLs, funnily enough this can be cool if you've got DLL issues. A rather annoying problem we had at work was we had Microsoft Visual Studio and then we had Crystal Reports bought separately. The version that came with Visual Basic was a very cut down crappy version of the full blown version of Crystal Reports but it had a higher number on the DLL. So when we installed it, the program we used for rolling out all the all the software looked at it and thought, higher number, install that one, and ended up breaking half the stuff. Things like list DLLs will show you what open DLLs are on your system, and you can check the version numbers from there. Logon sessions shows any logged on users on your machine. This is very useful to see if someone's logged into your machine remotely, for example, trying to do something like open your CD-ROM drive. Don't ask, there is a story behind that, though. Page defrag will defrag your page file. Does what it says on the can, basically. Set it to defrag on next reboot and reboot. Pretty much simple. Process Explorer, it's a very cool utility. It shows you what DLLs and any other things are being called by a program. So you select the program and then you can see exactly what it's calling. So if you're looking for missing DLLs, you can see what the program's looking for and specifically which calls in there. Now we come to the PS Tools Suite, which is one of the most useful bits, in my mind anyway, if for nothing else then just for annoying your co-workers. You can download the entire suite, but there are various bits inside there, and I'll go through some of the main programs. P 
psexec, this executes files remotely on another machine, assuming you have permission. At work we had local admin access on every single machine because we were the IT guys. You can use it to remotely install and register DLLs, for example, on, on another machine, which we were looking at to fix problems if they had DLL issues. Alternatively, you could just take over a co-worker's machine and make Internet Explorer load up two girls, one cup, or another website that Dan's told you about. File will show you any open files on a local or remote machine. This could be quite useful if you're trying to upgrade one of the files and you can't because someone's using it. You can see why. PSinfo shows you information about the local or remote machine. PSKill will kill a running process on a local or remote machine. I found this quite useful. A friend had a VMware session up and it crashed. Uh, he was running it full screen, couldn't do anything else on the machine. He phoned me up, I ran PSKill, killed the process off for him, he got his machine back. Managed to save the Word document that he had open in another window and hadn't saved. PSList lists the running processes on a local or remote machine. This can be very useful in debugging. PSLogdon shows who's logged on, funnily enough. PS service you can list start or stop services, very useful for debugging or even hacking a machine if you so desired. And PS shutdown will make the machine shut down, funnily enough. So you can go and copy some stuff over, set services up to be started or whatever, and do a reboot and pretty much run anything you want from the machine remotely. Regmon very similar to Filemon, instead of monitoring files though, Regmon monitors the registry. If you were so inclined, you could find some shareware 30-day only program, run Regmon, run the 30-day program installer, watch what registry files it changed where, delete the registry files, oh look, you've got your 30 days back again. Of course, there's no real point nowadays, you just do a virtual machine to do it, and then you don't get any extra crap floating around on your machine, but hey, it's there anyway. Rookit Reveal is one I'll probably be talking about in a later episode. It's reveals rootkits. Uh, this, the Sony DRM stuff came up and was found by this by Mark Rusnovich or however you pronounce the surname. Run it, see what differences it thinks as between the operating system and what's actually on the disk. Again, I'll talk more about that later. Just realised I pretty much guaranteed I'm going to be doing at least one more episode. So that'll be it for this episode. In my next episodes, I'll actually have to reboot into Windows and we'll go through some of the tools and some of the actual options you can do. Thank you very much for listening and if anyone wants to catch up with me I'm normally on the IRC in the freenode.net in the hash Linux reality and hash a lot of Linux links rooms. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.